Well, holy shit, we went from a fucking Monday podcast to a Sunday podcast. Let's get going. Going to break down the article. Week 14. Let's go. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Hit me up on Messenger if you have any questions. So, time to get through it. Let's get to it. It's the Week 14 DFS Breakdown. Was hoping to get this one out a little bit earlier, uh, but since I'm getting it out a little bit later than I want to. It'll still give you a couple hours uh, to focus on your lineups. Anything that you want to maybe fit in for your seasonal uh, teams. Uh, week 14 has turned into a complete fucking disaster. Uh, but I believe that I uh, had enough navigated. I said it early. If you read it, the article, if you read the article on Saturday when I put it out, uh, did basically say, hey, look, there's stuff going on. Stuff's going to change, and it has. And I have gotten the updates on there uh, and also in the spreadsheet. So, um, you know, took care of that, added something, took a couple things out. Uh, we're good to go. So let's start a quarterback cash. The guy to have, in my opinion, is Josh Allen. 8,800, 41, and 7,800, good for first, first and second over on DK. Uh, fact of the matter is, Bills have been very inconsistent this year. Can't pull, put all that on uh, Josh Allen. Uh, said, basically, Buffalo made the mistake of not bringing in another running back, uh, either in this season's draft or through free agency. Lack of rushing attack, the Bills are going to have to rely on the arms and legs of their Pro Bowl quarterback uh, to win the game down in Tampa Bay. So we're going to... Get very good conditions down in Tampa, unlike what was happening in Buffalo on Monday Night Football against the New England Patriots. So, But you will notice that, if you go back, that Josh Allen actually had some success in that bad weather. So basically, uh, yeah, giddy up. This is going to be the game to have. Uh, Buccaneers secondary is not a good unit, uh, in my opinion, so the Buffalo offensive line can give Allen time um, or should be able to give him time against this defensive front. Uh, and I did say that I'd like to not have to deal with another quarterback injury in cash games this week. So put it in there. That'd be great. Uh, let's see here. Taysom Hill, 7,700, 28, and 5,600. Good for 7th, 10th, and 13th. I'm only giving... I did say that I was giving everybody only two options in cash this week, but that has changed. There's no longer just two options this week. I like four quarterbacks. Uh, but basically, you're going to fit your quarterback in uh, based on how your lineup is building. Now, do I want to try and get Josh Allen in there? Absolutely. But uh, there are a couple more options, one of them being Taysom Hill. 
the New York Jets, 32nd in pass defense, 24th in uh, points allowed to the quarterback position at 18.7 on FanDuel, 19.5 on DK. Uh, you also have to take a look, if you go down, where Alvin Kamara is with the rushing DVOA and DVP. And you will see that uh, he has a fantastic matchup. Yes, there's worries about the finger, uh, but we do know that Taysom Hill is a running quarterback. So what you're basically looking for is you're looking for at least 18 points out of him. Uh, And what I basically said was you get 60 yards and a TD. He's in a I should have said a rushing TD. Uh, He's already at 12 points there. Uh, so it shouldn't be hard for him to find the other six. So Taysom Hill, and I did say that you could pair him with Alvin Kamara and just take the whole New Orleans offense um, if you needed to. Or if you wanted to, I should say. I'm not worried about it. So added in Joe Burrow, 7,131 and 6,000, good for 14th, 8th, and 9th. So the FanDuel price is the best. The San Francisco 49ers, 26 in pass defense, DVOA, 22nd in DVP ranking, uh, 18.7 allowed on FanDuel, 19.3 on DK. So that's right in line with where Joe Burrow uh, will usually score at his floor. Uh, ha- added in here, 49ers secondary is down to their top two quarterback cornerbacks, in, or down <laughs> is down their top two cornerbacks in Emmanuel Mosley and Dante Johnson. Uh, it's going to fully open up the passing game. Best prices on FanDuel, but salary is fair, actually, across the board. I uh, worked through the dislocated finger last week, and with this game being the final one on their homestand, they need to get the win to keep up in the AFC North. Uh, Joe Burrow was added this morning as a possible option because of those two corners uh, being down. They do still have to deal with the San Francisco pass rush, uh, but I do expect some points in this game. Uh, but the Cincinnati Bengals to come out on top. Uh, GPP, Patrick Mahomes, 8,538 and 8,000. Good for second, second, and first. LA, uh, LA, Las Vegas Raiders, 23rd in pass defense, DVOA, 23rd in DVP rank. Uh, points allowed to the quarterback position, 18.6 on FanDuel, 19.8 on DK. Have some love for Mahomes. This all goes back to week 10. We saw that game where they absolutely annihilated uh, the Raiders. Um, I'm going to have a play in case this one does end up blowing up. Uh, But I also have to wonder, though, if the Kansas City defense may actually be more of the correct play in this game slogs on and it it comes down to the running backs. Uh, It's a very boomer bust spot. So play it accordingly. Be very careful. Tom Brady, 8,234 and 7,600. Good for fourth, fifth, and third. Uh, Fortnite is going to be the right play for cash as Bill's secondary has been good all season. Uh, that doesn't mean that Brady can't get through, uh, get his though with cornerback Tredavious White lost for a season. And I keep thinking about the Indianapolis game a couple of weeks ago where Brady failed. We had Brady in cash, uh, and Fournette exploded. Now, could we see the reverse happen this week where Fournette fails at his price and Brady explodes for four TDs? I'll have a share based on that question alone. I do have a feeling, you know, because it's Tom Brady. Any other quarterback, I'd probably fade in that spot, especially at that price. Um, But I have some interest here uh, with the top two, basically the top three passing options um, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in there. You know, Mike Evans, uh, Chris Godwin, and... um, 
God, what was I going to say? And uh, Rob Gronkowski. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, I did... I did put in there, I put him in GPP. It's hard to see him going four weeks in a row uh, with a really good streak, so that's why he's kind of in there. I'm more on Evans and Godwin, uh, Evans being the top guy there. Dak Prescott, 8,100, 37, and 6,700, good for fifth, fourth, and sixth. I really wanted to believe in the Douche Canoes defense, but it's hard for me not to see Prescott having success against the secondary. Could he fail? Sure. Uh, but Washington hasn't been playing against offenses of Dallas's potential on their run, and this certainly could be the week someone terrorizes them. Did add him as a cash slash GPP play, as I'm warming up to him if you need to save from Josh Allen. So again, you know you're building your lineup. If you, you can't get to Josh Allen, but you can get to Dak, Pre- but you can come down to Dak Prescott, and it makes everything fit. Your lineup works. Uh, <clears throat> You don't have to worry about changing anything. Go with Dak Prescott. You'll be fine. Running backs in cash, Austin Eckler. Now, I originally had him in GPP. I'll tell you this one, okay? So I had him in GPP uh, based on the price, okay? 9200 36 and 8300 good for first all across the board. So he's the highest-priced running back on the field. Against the Giants, 31st-ranked rush defense DVOA, fourth versus running backs uh, in the passing game. Uh, 23rd, though, in points allowed to the position, 22.6 on FanDuel, 26.4 on DK. Based on the workload that Eckler is going to receive against the Giants, it's hard for me not to include him in cash this week. Whether or not I'm going to roll him up in my lineups is the real question, as he's the most expensive running back on the slate. Um, He's not as expensive, though, as we've seen with the top running backs. That's why I still included him in there. Do you absolutely need to have Austin Eckler this week? That was kind of the question. Now, you know, they had the COVID outbreak uh, with the Chargers, uh, but Mike Williams is back. Uh, There's no Keenan Allen. So it kind of pulls me back a little bit on there. You don't need to, you don't have to sacrifice a lot to, I don't want you to sacrifice a lot to get Austin Eckler in there, um, but definitely uh, consider him if you can. Uh, there is a couple of value options, but like I said, like I've said before, you don't really want to use too many value options, right? Maybe a wide receiver here. If you're running three ru- running backs, you would, you know, want to maybe use one um, value guy there. Uh, don't go three. So if you sacrifice at tight end, then you're not going to want to sacrifice at, say, wide receiver, right? So you have to play You kind of have to play it by ear. Don't sacrifice your lineup just to fit him in there. Uh, we'll get to the guy that, in my opinion, is probably the better play. And that's Elvin Kamara of the New Orleans Saints coming off the injury report finally. Uh, 9,033 and 7,900 good for second, third, and second. Uh, New York Jets, best team to go against with the running back. So let's just go ahead and put Alvin Kamara in there. Uh, 30th ranked uh, rush defense DVOA, 26 versus the running back in the passing game. So that's great. It utilizes both of his specialties, right? You know, he's good on the ground. He's even better when he gets the ball in his hand in space, right? 
So 32nd in points allowed to the running back position, 32.1 on FanDuel, 36.9 on DK. I'm not going to overthink this one. Kamara is in a terrific spot, and outside of quarterback Taysom Hill, there is no one that Sean Payton trusts handling the football in the running game. Could have a 2020 Christmas Day game in this spot, and that, my friends, is why you're going to lock in Alvin Kamara and work down from there. Leonard Fournette of Tampa going against Buffalo. We've seen Buffalo start failing uh, the last couple of weeks, even when they knew that the ball was coming right there. 7,600, 27, and 7,400, good for fifth across the board. Uh, still six-ranked rush defense uh, DVOA, 12th versus running backs in the passing game, 14th in points allowed to the position, 19.1 on FanDuel, 21.7 on DK. Buffalo has been getting absolutely destroyed up the middle, and Fournette is really the only game in town for this Tampa Bay backfield. If paying up for two running backs, you are not paying that much compared to most weeks. The pricing is fair this week despite the running back price ranking. Next, we have Javante Williams, 6,700, 26, and 5,900, good for 15th, 6th. And 16, but it's only 26 bucks on uh, Yahoo. Like I said, we really want Gordon to sit here, of course, but it's fair to think that Williams is the lead in this shared backfield now and against a vulnerable Lions run defense. Be careful here, and I will say that I like him more in GPP if Gordon is involved. Uh, Gordon is expected to play, so I'm kind of backing up a little bit, uh, but. But we have seen his upside. We know what's going, what he can do. Um, Detroit is absolutely decimated with a COVID breakout right now. Um, they've lost a couple of safeties, uh, so it's going to be real easy up the middle. And we do know that uh, Teddy Bridgewater will throw it to the running backs, so he gets open right there in the middle, <laughs> gone just like last week. All right, here's the next guy, next uh, pairing here. Donta Foreman and Dontrell Hilliard. Now, Foreman, 5,900, 15, and 5,100. Good for 26, 27th, and 29th. Dontrell Hilliard, 7,000, 17, and 5,300. Good for 12th, 20th, and 24th. This is against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have been kind of getting beat up the last couple of weeks. Couple of value plays uh, for running three running backs, or even if you want to go one high end running back and a value at the position. Prefer, I prefer Foreman in this spot over Hilliard, and it has nothing to do with running back Jeremy McNichols returning this week. Uh, neither back was really involved in the passing attack, and in a matchup with the Jaguars this week, Foreman is built to handle a heavier rushing load uh, when Tennessee destroys his team. Add in his better price, especially on FanDuel, and it just makes more sense to me. Um, go ahead, just take the v- more, you know, the more value, especially over on um, on FanDuel, uh, where it's fantastic over there. Okay, Jamar Jefferson of the Detroit Lions, fifty one hundred eleven and four thousand, good for forty fifth, forty first, and fifty six. The Denver Broncos, twenty fifth in rush defense DVOA, twenty third in. Uh, DVOA versus running back in the passing game, 15th in points allowed to the position, 19.6 on FanDuel, 22.4 on DK. We like to attack Denver with the running backs uh, and with the value. Uh, this is going to be good. There's going to be a split here between him, between Jefferson and Godwin. <sighs> Igwebuki. <laughs> so it makes it a little bit riskier, but 
uh, because we don't know the exact touches between them. But my money is on Jefferson because he's the more talented running back. Uh, I loved him during the draft. Uh, he was running back. I was high on as a late round sleeper, right along with one Khalil Herbert. Uh, he's dick dirt cheap, so he won't cost much to have the ability to pay up elsewhere. So all you're really looking for out of Jamar Jefferson, and even if you decided that you wanted to go, say, Dante Foreman, all you're really looking for in the spot because you're paying down so much is you're looking for 10 points. Can the guy get you 10 points to allow you to get the guys who can get, you know, 25 to 30 points? In my opinion, these plays absolutely can. Jermichael Hasty, he's out. Okay. Don't worry about it. Um, I liked him up, in, but I said if Debo comes back, he's gone. And Debo is expected to play on Sunday. So Hasty is off the table as running at running back, as I expect Samuel to get the lion's shares of the carries. GPP had Joe Mixon in there uh, with Samaje P. Ryan. Samaje would have been good for cash, uh, but Mixon is expected to play. So I'm backing away from both and instead focusing on the Bengals passing attack this week. Um, Joe Mixon's been battling an illness all week, uh, not COVID related, of course. So they're going to be really splitting up these touches in here. And I just don't want to, I don't want to try and figure it out. One of them could get a touchdown. If, if P. Ryan gets a touchdown, great. I mean, even if, if you wanted to use P. Ryan in GPP, I would allow it. I'm just not. It, it's not going to be me. I'm not going to be the one doing it. Antonio Gibson, 7,400, 26, and 6,000. Good for 7, 6, and 14. Cowboys have been very, very good against the run. Uh, but J.D. McKissick is, is going to be out. Okay? That came in. That he is going to be out, so this is going to be a full workload for Antonio Gibson. Um, it's going to give him all the touches. Washington is going to need to keep up with the Dallas Cowboys. So there's only three people in play. You either use you can use Gibson. I didn't write up. I don't believe I wrote up McLaurin, um, but you can use McLaurin. Uh, use Ricky Seal. Uh, put did put Ricky Seals Jones in there. Um, we'll get to him. So Antonio Gibson, it's a bit of a risky play because his price went up. So a lot of people are going to be off of him and they're going to see this number. But the way that Gibson has been playing, uh, especially with McKissick out, has been fantastic. So you have to consider him. Saquon Barkley versus the Chargers. This is the end-all, be-all. If he does not do it here, he is never being listed the rest of the season. 7,319 and 6,000, good for 9th, 15th, and 14th. So you're getting a hell of a discount, especially on Yahoo, that 19. Anytime you get a running back under 20, we love that pricing, especially for a guy of Saquon Barkley's talent. Now, we love running backs versus the Chargers, so 32nd in rush defense DVOA. Seventh in DVOA versus running back in the passing game, but 28th in points allowed to the RB position. 23.9 on FanDuel, 26.8 on DK. You are either in on Barkley or completely out on Barkley. There is no better spot for him in a Mike Lennon run offense where he should be relied on heavily this week. Like I said, you either are all in on him or you're completely all out on him. Don't overthink it. Don't sit there. If, if, if you hate him like I have, don't use them, okay? I'm going to use them in a couple of spots, but um, that's because, like I said, it's either it's either today or it's never. So 
There it is. Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders against the Kansas City Chiefs. 26 in rush defense. Uh, DVOA 28th versus running back in the passing game. 18th in points allowed to the position. Uh, 7,100. 17. 17. $17 on Yahoo. 6,200. Good for 11th, 20th, and 12th. So Josh Jacobs is in GPP here. And I actually forgot to write this down. If you're playing on Yahoo, you are taking that $17 price and running with it in cash. Okay? That is your cheap spot right there. Uh, he's going to handle the whole workload. There's no Kenyon Drake. Jalen Richard, fuck, he's out. Um, he's going to handle all the touches on the ground and through the air. The only issue is Kansas City defense will keep him down. Is if the Kansas City defense will keep him down. If you like the Kansas City Las Vegas Raiders game to get points, you need to have Jacobs in your lineup. Okay. Moving on to wide receiver. We're going to try and get this going here because it is almost 9 o'clock, which gives us three hours to lock. Uh, wide receiver cash, Stephon Diggs, 8,200, 29, and 8,100. Good for third, third, and second. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are 10th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. He'll have Carlton Davis on him. And I said, so you're telling me that Carl, Carlton Davis is going to be covering Diggs this week? Let's fucking go, dude. Let's fucking go. Lock him in. Pair him up. Uh, pricing actually isn't too bad on him, especially when he's under $30 over on uh, Yahoo as well. CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup. CeeDee Lamb, 7,830 and 7,200. Good for 4th, 1st, and 5th. Michael Gallup, 6,120 and 5,500. Good for 28th, 15th, and 24th. Versus the wide receiver, 2. Okay, the douche canoes are 32nd in DVOA, so it's a really good spot for CeeDee Lamb. Uh, 23rd in DVOA versus the wide receiver plus. That's going to be Michael Gallup versus William Jackson the third. I shouldn't mention, against CeeDee Lamb, they're going to be rolling out Danny Johnson, especially when he's in the slot. So he'll see he'll see William Jackson the third, or he's going to see Danny Johnson. Owns them both. So CeeDee Lamb is the top guy. Michael Gallup pulls up the rear on him. Both are good for cash if you want to pay up or if you want to pay down. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I kind of like Cooper Cup. Um, I kind of like Cooper Cup, but I'm, you know, taking that stand. C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup. C.D. Lamb, top guy. T. Higgins is back in here again. 6,819 and 6,400. Good for 14th, 17th, and 13th. Uh, versus the wide receiver two, the San Francisco 49ers are 23rd in DVOA. Uh, that's come down from the couple of uh, past three weeks where they were 28, 26, 27. Um, last week, though, was, I mean, come on, let's face it, it was San, uh, Seattle Seahawks. He's going to get Diamonaire Lanier uh, across from him. Uh, he's going to blow him the fuck up. So... He's been getting it done the past two weeks. He's another good spot. Wide receiver two, 49ers been solid the past few few weeks. Look it up. I'll wait. Uh, but the numbers do show that. Hunter Renfro, 6,718 and 6,100. Good for 16, 20, and 16. Uh, versus wide receiver two, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs are 18th in DVOA. Will face Legereus Sneed. Everybody's giving, you know, basically sucking Legereus Sneed's deke on this. 
um, saying that he's a great corner. He's actually not as good as what you would think. Um, they get exposed in the middle, and with no Darren Waller again this week, it only means more target opportunities as the Raiders will be playing from behind again. So full PPR site is kind of where we want him, but I don't hate his price on the other two. Uh, if you want to pay down, if you want kind of a newer, uh, fresher Hunter Renfro take, uh, look at Jarvis Landry for Cleveland. The Raiders are twenty. Uh, the Raiders, the Ravens are twenty-six in DVOA versus the wide receiver two. He'll be on Tavon Young. That's where I like to attack. Twenty-first uh, in points allowed to the wide receiver position as a whole. Jarvis Landry, sixty-four hundred, fifteen and fifty-four hundred. Uh, 23rd, 29th, and 25th. Great fucking spot. Great. Um, Baltimore secondary is completely depleted in pass coverage, and I must be honest, I liked Baker Mayfield this week, and now I need a drink and throw up. And it was kind of funny because I wrote that yesterday, and then all of a sudden they said this morning, uh, Cynthia Freeland said her model actually liked Baker Mayfield. And I was like, oh, so I did. I was reading this correctly. Uh, Jerry Judy, 6,318 and 5,600. Good for 25th, 20th, and 23rd. Going to be going against the Detroit Lions. Lined up against safety Will Harris in the slot. Um, Wide receiver two has done good things against the Lions and even better if lined up in the slot. Uh, 17th in DVOA versus wide receiver two. Like I said, Will Harris. They're 18th in points allowed to the wide receiver position as a whole. So... um, if you're not going to use Javante Williams, if you're not going to risk it in cash, Jerry Judy, this is why I would go Jerry Judy over Javante Williams in cash. Uh, Javante Williams probably more in uh, GPP. Uh, if if it comes down to where Melvin Gordon is actually out and you can do the switch out uh, for the late games, go ahead. Uh, and get Javante in there. Uh, well, I'll try and help you in there, but you just you have to hit me uh, at least, hopefully, right after the inactive, so an hour before the games start uh, in the late slots. So Josh Reynolds and Amon Ross St. Brown, 5,300. Uh, Josh Reynolds first, 5,300, 12, and 4,100. Good for 46, 48, 51st. Amon Ross St. Brown, 5,800, 13, and 5,000. Good for 32nd, 39th, and 30th. Amon Ross St. Brown is the more popular choice this week. Uh, with tight end TJ Hawkinson doubtful and the issues at running back. I do like Amon Ra, but I still have my eye on Josh Reynolds, who just missed on an, yet another TD last week. Uh, is targeted by golf in a matchup against cornerback Ronald Darby, uh, who will get beat long from time to time. So he does hold a slight advantage over Ronald Darby, despite uh, really not having much action this year to build up that profile on Pro Football Focus. Uh, 24th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. Josh Reynolds is the wide receiver one. As long as he stays away from Patrick Sertain, we're good. But I have a feeling, I just, I don't know. I have a feeling Patrick might actually slip into the slot and take him on Ra, to be honest with you. Or they might switch Darby and Fuller. I just, I don't know. I have a feeling on it. Uh, Laquan Treadwell. Oh, God, I'm saying his name. 5,111 and 3,400. Good for 57, 54th, and 64th. Uh, versus the wide receiver plus the 
Tennessee Titans are 28th in DVOA. Uh, not going to face Janoris Jenkins. He's going to get Chris Jones. Um, and if you actually look at the target spreadsheet, Treadwell has been the man uh, Trevor Lawrence has been targeting the past few weeks, and I expect it to continue against the Tennessee Titans. So it went from Dan Arnold to Laquan Treadwell instead of Dan Arnold to um, James O'Shaughnessy at tight end. It actually went to Treadwell, which is weird. Really comfortable with him. Josh Palmer of the LA Chargers, 4,710 and 3,080, 58 and 87. So he is dirt cheap. Um, basically, you know, bare minimum. Uh, he's going to be filling in for wide receiver Keenan Allen this week while he's on the COVID list. Technically, he's in a negative matchup versus cornerback Aaron Robinson, uh, but in an offense with quarterback Justin Herbert, and at his cost, he doesn't have to do much to pay off. He can get 10 points. He's technically in that wide receiver two spot. That would have been a Keenan Allen spot there. Um, he can beat Aaron Robinson. I like Josh Palmer. I liked him a lot coming out of the draft last year. So um, definitely consider him. He's going to be very popular, though. So just got to bear that in mind. Um, he's kind of the quote-unquote free space at wide receiver this week. GPP is Tyreek Hill, 8,730 and 8,500. Good for first across the board. Uh, High-end cash slash GPP play, because if you don't use Kelsey at tight end, you still want exposure to the Kansas City passing game, and the only one that I would go with is Hill. He has the advantage all over the field against the Raiders secondary. We saw it in that Week 10 matchup. Like I said, he's still risky because Tyreek Hill, there's something still kind of off with this offense. Um, so to me, Travis Kelsey is the guy to have if you're going to use him, in, if you're going to use any of the pieces in cash. Um, but you can definitely consider Tyreek Hill. Debo Samuel got added this morning, uh, 8,500, 28, and 8,000. Good for second, fourth, and third. I'm not including the wide receiver cornerback matchup chart, as I would expect the 49ers to be utilizing him in the backfield, as mentioned above. GPP for me on FanDuel and DK, but on Yahoo is more of a cash slash GPP option. He's under that $30 mark and should be able to fit without much trouble. If anything, have a backup plan for the late afternoon games. Because um, he's he's expected to play. The 49ers have said he's playing, but you know how shit happens. Uh, he's dealing with a groin injury, so just realize that. That's kind of why he's he's more of a risk and not like a you know tried and true safe guy. Uh, Tyler Lockett, if you want to dip into the Seahawks, uh, uh, 7,322 and 6,700 good for 7, 10, and 10. Uh, versus wide receiver two, the Houston, uh, Houston Texans, 27th in DVOA. Uh, we'll have Terrence Mitchell, uh, 19th in points allowed to the wide receiver position as a whole. Wide receiver two is going to the job done against the Texans, and because the Seahawks can't run, it's hard for me not to like Lockett in this spot this week. It's just whether or not you want to run the risk. That's why he's in GPP, though. Jamar Chase got added this morning with the news of the two corners. 7,200, 28, and 6,900 go for ninth, fourth, and eighth. He's actually in a very good price right now on FanDuel and DK. He will be facing Josh Norman. I still do not believe in fucking Norman. Um, but Norman has played well. So I have to I have to basically move him to GPP no matter what the cost is there. Uh, 49ers 7th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, uh, 
Uh, Mike Evans first, 7,200, 21, and 6,600. Good for ninth, 13th, and 11th. Chris Godwin, 7,700, 22, and 7,100. Good for fifth, 10th, and sixth. Evans is my favorite this week. Uh, has more to do with the matchup against cornerback Dane Jackson than it does with his salary. He will own the end zone if he gets the opportunity this weekend. He is going to out-physical Dane Jackson. Even if they shade Levi Wallace over there, he's going to take him out. Okay, So Mike Evans is my number one. Chris Godwin is the number two. He does have a sizable, uh, good matchup against Levi Wallace, according to the numbers. And we have seen that Chris Godwin can dominate. But it's whether or not Tom Brady's actually going to throw it to him um, that kind of concerns me. Right, so Mike Evans, I have no worries because it likes to utilize him in the end zone. All right, so here we go. Julio Jones and Nick Westbrook Akeen, 6,500, 16, and 5,400. Good for 18th, 23rd, and 25th for Julio Jones. Uh, Westbrook Akeen, 5,700, 13, and 4,500. Good for 35th, 39th, and 43rd. The Jaguars, they're 31st in DVOA versus the wide receiver one which is Jones, 31st in DVOA versus the wide receiver two. That's Westbrook Akeen. Tyson Campbell on Julio Jones. So I have some interest there. Tyson Campbell is very terrible. Uh, but Westbrook Akeen against Nevin Lawson is not too bad in itself. Uh, 25th in points allowed to the wide receiver positions at a, as a whole. But uh, because of his salary, Julio is a consideration for GPP against the Jags, but I also have my eye on Big Dick Nick across the field from him who has just as good of a matchup and won't have the same attention at a lower salary. So the diversionary tactic, right? You're pivoting. A lot of people are going to look at Julio Jones. I'm going to look at uh, Westbrook Akeen. Uh, Brandon Cooks, I'm kind of falling off on this one. Um, <laughs> we know Houston, right? So 6,500, 15, and 5,700. Good for 18th, 29th, and 21st. It's a hell of a price still. Um, on Yahoo, will be facing off against Sidney Jones of Seattle Seahawks. They're 22nd in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. He's in a good spot. You'll notice that he's in GPP now instead of cash because the Texans suck ass. He did have a better rapport with quarterback Davis Mills, though, who is supposed to start the rest of the year. Uh, Russell Gage, 6,200, 5,700, good for 27th, 33rd, and 21st. The Carolina Panthers are 32nd in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, but they are only 7th in points allowed to the wide receiver position as a whole. Should be facing off against Miles Hartfield. Uh, he really should be good for cash, but I never fully trust the Atlanta offense anymore. So just proceed with caution there. Gabe Davis, 4,811 and 3,500. Good for 71st, 54th, and 60th. Wide receiver pluses. They are 18th in DVOA, are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If there is one run wide receiver in the Bills' offense that I want to have some share of this week outside of Diggs is Gabriel Davis, who has shown more explosiveness than Sanders or Beasley in the passing attack. High ceiling, low floor play. Uh, oh, I should have changed that out because Jamel Dean was in there. Um, Richard Sherman and Jamel Dean should be rotating in there. Uh, I did the updates. I forgot to change that stuff in here. Um, but Carlton Davis, Carlton Davis will be on digs, so he should be seeing a little bit of Richard Sherman and Jamel Dean on the outside. They may shift them 
on the inside and move Sean Murphy bunting out. Um, no matter what, he should actually have the advantage against any of them. Tight ends, real quick, Cash, Travis Kelsey, 7,532 and 7,400. Good for first, first, and first. The Las Vegas Raiders, we like to attack with tight ends. 30th and DV, DVOA versus tight end, 31st and points allowed to the position. I, cho- I choose Kelsey over Hill because cost is everything. It's cheaper to roster Kelsey in a matchup against the Raiders where we love to use tight ends. I think Kelsey is this week's Kittle. George Kittle. 7,100, 23rd, and 23, and 6,900 for second across the board. Uh, Against the Cincinnati Bengals, who are 24th in DVOA versus the position, 15th in points allowed uh, as well to the position, will be facing off against Logan Wilson. I mean, if you don't want this week's Kittle, you can save some door and roster the real Kittle in a matchup against the Bengals. I do like George Kittle in that game. Uh, Mark Andrews, 6,900, 23rd, and 23. And 5,900 are good for fourth, second, and fifth. So best prices, FanDuel and DK. If you don't like this week's Kittle or the real Kittle, you can get yourself some fake Kittle against the Cleveland Browns. Austin Hooper, 5,012 and 3,400. Good for 16, 17, and 17. The Baltimore Ravens, 16th in DVOA versus the position. 29th in points allowed to the position. So touchdowns, right? Against Chuck Clark, we like to attack him. With no Njoku or Bryant clogging the targets up this week, it is a fantastic time to look at Hooper this week against the Ravens. He's like the Kmart Kittle this week. It works, and you don't have to pay a lot. So, blue light special right there. Uh, I do like Austin Hooper if you're not looking at Landry in cash. Um, If you want to come down to Hooper, I think this is probably the best spot you'll see for him all year. Ricky Seals Jones, 4,500, 14, and 3,600. Good for 32nd, 13, and 13. Um, so tight ends against the Cowboys, and we know the douche canoes heavily involved the position in the passing offense. RSJ has been good filling in for Logan Thomas and over on FanDuel. He's like the dollar general version of Kittle. GPP, Rob Gronkowski, he's expensive, 7,023. And 6,000 good for third, second, and fourth. Again, I'd like to pay up for Kittle or Kelsey, preferably Kelsey. It's hard to argue with his, proje- uh, his production in the past couple of weeks, and I know the whole Gronk versus Buffalo narrative, but this is not the same Buffalo defense. And the last time he was good against them was in 2017. So this whole Gronk-Buffalo narrative, throw it out the fucking window, okay? Dawson Knox, th- 6,019 and fi- uh, 5,000, seventh, sixth, and ninth. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 20th in DVOA versus the tight end position, 21st in points allowed to the position at 11.5 on FanDuel and 14.6 on DK. Uh, Knox is my second favorite Josh Allen target in this game against the Buccaneers, but he's too unstable for cash games. Tight ends versus Buccaneers has been a solid play all year, though. Evan Ingram, who I'm backing away from, uh, Sterling Shepard is expected to play here, so they'll have all three of their starting wide receivers outside of Kadarius Kadarius uh, can't stay on the fucking field, Tony. Uh, 5,300, 15, and 3,500, good for 12th, 10th, and 15th. 23rd in DVOA versus tight end are the LA Chargers. 30th in points allowed to the position are the Chargers. 13.3 on Fandle and 16.3 on DK. Foster Moreau, 5,200, 13, 4,000, good for 13th, 15th, and 11th. Kansas City, 21st in DVOA versus tight end position, 24th in points allowed to the position at 12 on FanDuel, 15 on DK. 
would be funny if we were one week ahead of the Foster Moreau game, wouldn't it? <laughs> Just adding it in there. So defenses, we're going to run through this one real quick. Uh, most of them are high price. Um, Tennessee Titans, uh, 4,700, 18, 3,700, good for third, fifth, and third. Jacksonville's offense has been horrible. It's time to put Urban Meyer out the pasture. Uh, DVP rank of 30th in the league at 9.33 points allowed to opposing team defenses are the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, the one that's going to be real heavily owned at the top side, and I don't blame it, New Orleans Saints, 5,020 and 3,600, good for first, first, and fourth on DK. So Jets and the Saints defense is due for a rebound. It happens this week, 29th in points allowed to opposing team defenses at 8.92. Seattle Seahawks, more of a GPP play if it wasn't Houston, who can't seem to get out of their own way. This is a stat-building game for the Seahawks' defense, if I've ever seen one. They've had problems with the pass rush, okay, or getting their pass rush going. So 31st in DVOA, or uh, points allowed to opposing teams' defenses, my bad, defense versus position, at 9.5. Kansas City Chiefs, 3,700, 13, and 3,300. Good for 14, 13, and 6. So FanDuel and Yahoo are the best prices. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders, 14th in points allowed to opposing team defenses at 6.08. Way less of a risk this week than Washington was last week, and we get the discount on their play over on FanDuel and Yahoo. Uh, I believe in that play, actually. I really fucking believe in it. That offensive line for the Raiders is starting to... uh, Show show signs of weakness. So uh, GPP, LA Chargers, 4,300, 13, and 4,300. Good for 7th, 13th, and 1st. Kind of do like the Giants on the other side a little bit. Uh, truly a GPP play as they are still depleted in the secondary and continue to be bad against the run. Tread carefully and only look at them if you have zero belief in the Giants' offense. Uh, 22nd in points allowed. Two opposing team defenses are the New York Giants at 7.08. The new GPP, also known as the fuck it and play it, minimum price for cash. Atlanta Falcons, 3,500, 12, and 2,900. Good for 17, 16, and 10. Uh, DVP rank, 28th, 8.58 points allowed. The last four weeks. So last four weeks, so basically when Cam Newton got into town, 25th, 24th, 28th, and 28th in points allowed are Carolina. A lot of folks on Carolina this week, but the Panthers are down both offensive guards and they're starting left offensive tackle. They might get offensive tackle Cam Irving back from IR, but Grady Jarrett and this defensive line are going to get a solid push up the middle. Between them and Houston, this is more... The GPP play than cash. I don't think this is going to be highly utilized because it's fucking Atlanta. But I mean, you got AJ Terrell, you got AJ Terrell out there on DJ Moore, so it's a good. It's uh, the numbers don't lie. Okay, <laughs> Houston Texans thirty four hundred twelve twenty four hundred good for eighteenth, sixteenth, and nineteenth. Honestly, they only have to really focus on the passing game of Seattle, and they've been able to keep most offenses in check. I don't hate them. They will give up some points, uh, but this is going to be an incredibly uh, slow and low-scoring game. 19th in points allowed to opposing team defenses are the Seattle Seahawks at 6.58. So that's a whole week 14. Hopefully everybody kind of gets it. If you have any questions, again, Twitter. Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. You can DM me over on those spots or hit me up on Facebook Messenger. 
Dennis M. Roy over there. So all I can say at this point is good luck. Have fun building your lineups. And I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.